the new age, one of the biggest draws is all roads lead. Yeah. And we have unknowingly, you know, we're, we're so focused on not getting led astray by a denomination mm-hmm. that new age has infiltrated all denominations yeah. and they are literally one, one religion. Yeah. You know, it's the religion of new age that always lead to heaven and Jesus is not preeminent. And we were talking about this story um, about the Satanists that I had encountered yeah. and this will tie into that. <laughs> so I was driving down the road. It was a winter day. We live in the country, no street lights, And the Holy spirit highlights this car that is in the cornfield. And I stop, you know, my husband stops. He's like, how did you see that Holy spirit? We bring him into the car and he starts like instantly I'm feeling the demons, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Cause if you have any discernment at all, you can feel the temperature difference. Yeah. And he's asking me for something and I'm like, no, but we'll, you know, we can get you help. Blah, blah, you know, that whole thing. And I start ministering to him. My husband starts ministering to him. Oh yeah, I believe in Jesus. Well, but you believe Jesus and other things. Well, yeah. Well, the reason you're, you know, and God was giving me insight, the reason why you want to kill yourself. How did you know that? Well, because the Holy Spirit told me the reason why you want to kill yourself is all the demons in your head. Mm. And I said, if you renounce that and you say, Jesus is Lord of all, it'll stop. He'll stop it. Well, I can't do that. He literally walked away from that. And before we got to that point, the the Holy Spirit said, command everything out of this car. It's your car. And I said, you're going to see the power of the Holy Spirit, the power of the name of Jesus Christ, just his name. Mm -hmm. And I said, in the name of Jesus, get out of this car. He goes, wow. Mm. He's like, it's never been this quiet in my head. Wow. And I said, you could live like this. You could live like this and he would not declare Jesus above everything else. Mm -hmm. And that is the problem. They're so seduced because Mm -hmm. this is really the failing of our churches. Mm -hmm. We have so stripped the supernatural out of our churches. Mm -hmm. We've neutered the bride of Christ that we have no power, no authority, and we're supernatural beings. So of course they're going to crave the supernatural. Of course they're going to be drawn to it. And we give them nothing. Right. We're like, Oh no, here's your Bible. (laughs) There isn't anything supernatural. Oh no, no, we don't do that. Those are just fairy tales. Those Greek gods, they're just nothing but stories. No, no. Those (laughs) are demons. Absolutely. And their life as much today as they were then. That's right. And they manifest differently. Yes. We have them coming through mermaids, like Little Mermaid. What do yeah. you think that's about? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's ancient Greek mysticism. Yeah, and our is. kids are watching it like it's okay. Yeah. We're turning red. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. Like literally showing generational curses yeah. getting passed down mm-hmm. for the sin of iniquity. Yep. Yeah. You're worshiping this red uh, panda bear. Yeah. And then the, it's literally the generational yeah. curse getting yeah. passed down. Yeah. It was horrible horrible to watch that and, and, and sitting there going, how do people not see, how do they, how, how are they drawn to that? Well, we've neutered the bride. Yeah. We said, Oh no, prophecy's not for today. Right. We were talking mm-hmm. yeah. the five yeah. plus, right. We've, yeah. we've taken away the apostolic and we've taken away the prophetic in most of our churches yeah. and we've added the CEO and this minister yeah. and that minister, but we've neutered the bride. The director yeah. of inclusion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, yes. it's true. Yes, true. No, it is, it true. is true. And then it prophetically yeah. showed you what the LG. 
so what he he said to me, he said, I want you to write about the fivefold and it's the fivefold plus like the LGBTQ plus. Mm -hmm. So I started writing and I was about halfway through the article when he said, do you know why I said that? <laughs> and I was like, like, no. Well, no, but obviously I didn't get it through all of this writing. So yeah. you should probably tell me. Yeah. And uh, he said, because you have added and subtracted, because the added, what you just read, yeah. the adding mm -hmm. and subtracting to the word yeah. of God, That's right. because you have added and subtracted to my fivefold ministry, we now have the demonic fivefold running and splitting the churches. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And it's true. Do you know how many denominations have been split by yeah. them? Oh, it's yeah. I mean, yeah. it's ridiculous. Really? Even our Mennonite denomination we just changed our name, our conference name to not be associated because there are Mennonites that are perpetuating the LGBTQ and yeah. they don't agree with that. So yeah. they actually yeah. changed the name of the conference because of it. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Every denomination. Yeah. Every denomination. Every denomination. It's, it's the enemy because that's what he does. Yeah. Kill, steal and destroy and divide. And he starts in the families yes, and then yes, he's yes. going into the churches and the cities and yeah. our nation. Our, I've never seen our nation more divided, but we're not going to go well, there. He said, <laughs> he said, and he said, I will hide my face from them. I will see what their end will be for. They are a perverse generation children in whom is no faith. Deuteronomy 32, 20. Yeah. So they can't even see the face of God. No. <laughs> they can't even see the deception. They're completely behind a veil. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. And who's praying for that to be lifted. That's one of the things that the Lord showed me. He says, who's praying for that? Mm. I say that I will give them over to their own delusions. Are you asking me to forgive them for the sin that they're in? and to remove the delusion that is over their eyes. Wow. Yeah, right. like we're quick to condemn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then we become the judgy Christian, yeah. but it's yeah. like loving them into, you know, understanding, like, I love your approach, how you were Aww, so you. bold as a lion, but gentle as a dove. And you, yeah. you know, you're like, Hey, let's, not combat one another. Like right. let's yeah. not get defensive um, or provoke somebody to defensiveness. What cat yeah. that you've cornered have you ever not been scratched by? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's right. No one. No. Right. I don't really corner cats. Right. If you did, yeah. you have one. Yeah. If you did, that's what's good, right? Yeah. And you have to think about our conversations like that. I have a defensive cat who is scared of the verbal attack that I'm going to be bringing. So how do I bring a bowl of milk yeah. and entice them to come mm -hmm. to the milk and drink mm -hmm. and see that the Lord is good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But if I come to them and they feel like, even though I'm trying to help, but they feel like I'm being attacking towards them, they're just going to scratch. Yeah. yeah. They're not going to receive. That's right. 100%. So numbers chapter 14, starting in verse 17 Lord, let your power be as great as when you said the Lord patient, forever loving. He forgives wrongdoing and disobedience. Mm -hmm. He never lets the guilty go unpunished, punishing children. Again, that same thing mm -hmm. for their parents' sins to the third and fourth generation. By your great love, mm -hmm. please forgive these people's sins as you've been forgiving them from the time they left Egypt until now. The Lord said in verse 20, I forgive them as you have asked. And then he goes on to say, but they're going to suffer the consequences. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. so us asking the Lord to forgive them, it doesn't exempt them from consequences. That's why yeah. Jesus didn't look to the thief on the cross and say, oh, you're forgiven. Go ahead. Here you go. You can get down and live your life. No, 
you're going to suffer the consequences for your actions, but the curse is broken. The curse of sin and death is broken. And we're not doing that. We're Mm. leaving people under the curse of sin and death that we're not bringing them before the father on a mat and saying, Lord, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. Ezra, Nehemiah, Moses, all of them have done that. Stephen in the New Testament, Lord, forgive them, yeah. right? Yes. Don't let these charges be held against him is actually the words that he said. So we don't do that. Mm. We don't bring people to the Lord on a mat saying they have no ability. They're blind. They can't see. They have no ability to come to you. Lord, forgive them. So they even have an opportunity to meet with you. We don't do it. So anyway, I, I feel like that approach has gained me so much more accessibility to reaching the hearts of people. Mm -hmm. When I pray first, Lord, remove the delusion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's good. But for the grace of God, there go I, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But for the grace of God, Lord, help me to have words that will draw them to you because you are the one that draws all men unto them, you know, unto yourself. I don't have any ability, but you, you can draw them to yourself and And, help me to do that. And I think it takes a bold, but gentle, you know, approach. And it has to be the Holy Spirit alone (laughs) because honestly, a lot of, I mean, it says like my children will perish from, from lack of knowledge. And honestly, like when you're being fed yoga as a faith and as an exercise, but not a faith or a spiritual practice. And the whole world's justifying that in the West, at least the East, we don't even have this problem. And they defend it and they don't like that. The Americans are watering it down. They call the yoga Alliance of America, a mafia. Mm-hmm. I've had a conversation with mm-hmm. the Hindu person. They were like, yeah. thank you. I was talking about how Christians yeah. should do it. They're like, thank you for telling the truth. Yeah. I'm like, Come to America, please, and talk to these people. <laughs> um, you know, same things with chakras, same things with anything that's in the word Sanskrit. It's liturgical. If the, you know, a liturgical language is sacred at its root. So anyway, we're adopting all of these foreign gods, pagan practices, things that are rooted in sacred traditions, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, and we're trying to wash them yeah. <laughs> in the blood yeah. of Jesus. And it doesn't work like that. Yeah. He doesn't, there's no mixture. That's Rachel you know? sitting on her idols. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's all it is. And so I feel like on the other side of the approach of yes, offering them up for forgiveness, I'm really praying that the Holy Spirit moves through that is also being bold enough to say, Hey guys, this is a lie. Like this is being presented to you as something that's good, but it's actually Mm -hmm. extremely dangerous. And the problem with that is that nobody wants to hear that. That's ascribing to those practices because they've experienced the power that they actually do have. And like you said, it's seducing. Yeah. And it's not seducing because it doesn't work. It's seducing because it does, you know, but that I think, and I firmly believe this, like the devil's a legalist. And so those are, agreements that you're coming into in the spiritual realm. So when you subject yourself to crystal healing or Reiki or any other type of, you know, supernatural power outside of God, which is literally the definition of biblical witchcraft, then you are coming into an agreement with a demon that is operating in you and through you. Mm -hmm. And you might think that you're manipulating it because you know, you're going to the Reiki or you're doing the crystals and you're balancing the chakras. I'm saying this because I have done all of this myself, you know, but they're actually manipulating you because now you've given them, you're in an agreement with them. And now they have legal passage and rights to operate in you and through you. If people only knew that that was what was on the other side of this little ball of crystal that I lay on my body, they would never 
do it. But does it, do you immediately feel peaceful while it's happening? Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, those demons are like, yeah. what are we cooking up for yeah. the next 20 years? Like <laughs> right. until she figures out how to kick yeah. us out. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. But on the physical realm, what's happening is this false illusion of peace, healing, whatever, you know, and then plus Jesus, cause it's all good. You know, yeah. on Sunday you're here cause you're a child of God, but then on Monday you're bowing to a Buddha in a yoga room and God's like, whose child are you now? Yeah. You know, you and- are so right. And you're hitting the nail on the head. My friend Charity made an excellent comparison that actually is backed up by scripture. And I don't even think she realized it. I don't have to tell her this after I go home, but she said, operating in the spirit realm is like sexual encounters. Mm -hmm. Okay. God puts boundaries on sex Mm -hmm. for a reason. You should only have sex inside the confines of a marriage with one man, one woman, binary. Right. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) you have to clarify clarify that. (laughs) Um, And when we sleep around and we have, we are having affairs on, on really our spouse, even if we haven't met them, we are literally perverting it. And yes, we will have an experience. That's why I'm not denying the experiences people are having, Mm -hmm. but you're having it in a perverted way. You're having it outside the bounds of God's spiritual guidance on how we interact with the spirit realm. But they become bonds as well. Soul they ties. Do. Mm-hmm. They do. They yes. yes. do. don't just come off because you stopped doing it. You no, have to break don't. them. Yeah. And yes. it is a process. Yes. Yes. Deliverance yes. is real. Yeah. You know, and it thank is. God it is a promise that we have in Jesus Christ. But that's a heavy price to pay. And like yeah. you said, even with forgiveness, even with breaking them, there's still consequences. Absolutely. I'm paying a consequence for having a divorce and remarriage. I had a, a, a husband who had an affair, mm-hmm. multiple. Mm-hmm. So there was legal grounds and biblical grounds for divorce, yeah. right? Yeah. But I still pay the consequence for his decision. Yeah. When we do the same thing in the spirit realm, it's the same thing. There is a consequence. Yeah. So you're absolutely right. Yeah, you're a child of God. Yes, there's forgiveness, but there is a consequence. For being the harlot. He called yeah, Israel a harlot over and over again. That's why I said I can't wait to tell her. Like, it's literally <laughs> scripture. He calls them the harlot for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>